Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which? Yes, it's Wednesday. I had to double check yes, my are. brain. I know we all were a little confused. Oh, it's, it's good having you in here, Britt. Oh, thanks, Grant. I love being here. I've, I've, I've said this once. I'll say it again. Listening to you guys in the morning with the morning show with all the different, you know, the hosts and stuff. The My Talk Awards, the old talkies, mm-hmm. has been the highlight of my week. It's mm-hmm. been so fun listening to you guys interact with all the other guests or yeah. all the other hosts. Yeah. Yeah, it is fun. We get to do that. Yeah. yeah. And like in the biz, we call it like the super show, right? Yeah, you know, the like, super show. I like that. I like when you guys interact with other shows like that. It makes it fun. It, crossing the old stream. Are you yeah. are you still gay for a day or is that just one day? That was, you yeah, that ended, at, that ended at, at 9 a.m. Tony so. uh, from France says, get your badge. <laughs> I had to go to Golden Valley, apparently, go in the back door uh-huh. and uh, check badge. a few boxes. Uh-huh. Yeah, to get my badge. So Yeah. Um, so a week ago, the Oscar nominees from the branches, including editing, sound, makeup, and hair, were invited by the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences to a virtual town hall. And everybody assumed it was to be told the updated protocols for the show yeah. being held on March 27th. Instead, they were told none of your categories will be aired live on TV, which they've been aired uh, for for many, many years. And to say that people, first, it was shock that it was a Zoom call, then it was tension, and then just flat out anger. When When are the Oscars? March 27th, I believe. So you know that most of these people have already bought the dress, have already paid for the thing, have already done the stuff. This was a last minute call in a lot of planning that would go into attending this as somebody like, you know, Bex Mixer, Bex, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big deal. The below the line people. This was their one night of the year that they got to be. Yeah. If you're behind the the scenes, you're now in the front. And now they took that away from them. And like we've talked about the stuff, these categories are so influential on these films. They make films. Like I think I was talking to you, like if you take out some of the music score out of some of these horror flicks, they're not even scary. You know, so um, music makes the movie. It gives you the emotion. It It gives you the goosebumps. Some of the exciting speeches. I know. Yeah. They're the ones that take the most risks when they say something and. And you can see yourself yeah. in that person way easy. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, you know, you relate more to them going up there than, you know. Because the Academy isn't doing it to make the show shorter. They're no. going to give us more tributes and montages. I don't need that. <laughs> okay. The only montage we want is the 
people who have passed. I want that. And then I like. And I like the montage of uh, best picture. Yes, I was just going to say just a little bit of like each, each picture. Best picture. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I don't want any more we than that. We don't need homages to Hollywood or we don't need an homage to how great hair and sound and editing and makeup and be... set designer people are. Let them have their two. Not a minute and a half of uh, being announced. It just bugs me. I'm, I would have to say 80% of the time, too, that they have any sort of music performer, I'm not that into because it's a song. It's a big crony song from some movie. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even be mad if they got rid of the music aspect, which I'm probably alone at. Well, last year, I don't know that they did. I think it was a taped, like, the best song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thing. I just I'm not like I don't need to hear the songs and I I, yeah. I I would rather watch people get awards you know than and they're d- gonna do away with their disastrous idea last year which was they presented best picture in the middle yeah and saved best actor for last it was so confusing it was so stupid I was texting I think you and Julie at the time and we were, we were like, both what? what's happening where's what it was an awkward show in general yeah, too it was. Okay, well, speaking of awkward, mm-hmm. I'm going to riddle you guys this because mm. Julie and I are back to be in one-way streets when it comes to Brad and Angelina. I know. it's It's been really, I'm going to have to say, mm-hmm. I've been seeing my therapist a lot because of you guys. <laughs> you know, I don't know who's mom and who's dad, but I've definitely, when I spent a, you know, a couple days with Julia... Talked a lot about the other side, oh, and now because right, I wasn't there to correct <laughs> you facts, and now we're coming back, and I'm like, whoa! And so I'm just saying, you're keeping my therapist in business. All right, well, let me set the stage. <laughs> okay. okay, so last week, I believe it was Thursday, because I left on Friday to yep. come to Seattle. It came out on TMZ and Page Six that Brad Pitt was suing Angelina. Following the sale of her half of Miravel, the estate and winery in France. Because in in their contract, it was said, and this could be maybe the wrong thing, it was said that she has to get it approved. He's got veto power over the seller. And I knew it. Thank you for that face. Thank you for that face. I granted, I not keep saying that to me seems crazy that that would be an option. Let me fill in the blanks. (laughs) Yes, let's that my little friend Julia forgot to tell people. (laughs) Okay, long story short. So, Brad or Angelina found a buyer Mm -hmm. for her part of the estate. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to sell to that buyer. She went to court. Yeah. She won, even though Brad took her to court. He didn't want her selling it to this buyer. The court basically agreed with Angelina's lawyer. You have every right to sell your half. Absolutely. As the estate, which would be crazy not to be allowed because of some weird. I don't like this person. I don't like that. Now Brad is suing her because they had a vague and non legally binding understanding uh, that she couldn't sell it to someone else. So he doesn't have a legal leg to stand on because as anybody knows who's gone to the school of law and order or any law show. Or had a breakup at this point. Uh, legal understandings isn't legally binding. You say a right? lot of things when you're in the relationship. Like, uh, yeah. if that heads holds true, I'm supposed to be married to the Troy who I dated in eighth grade. Right. And then it turns out that 
because he doesn't have a lot, he has zero legal standing on this. Yeah. He decides to file this paperwork and sue her when he knows she's out of the country with the kids. She's in Cambodia on her bees and butterfly campaign. Yeah. Okay. So he's definitely hitting her when she knows she's busy. Come, yeah. Got so a lot the of her LA play. Times, TMZ, and Page Six all had, they got the advance notice. Angelina's lawyers have said, we haven't even been served this. We haven't seen this. But the other thing that Page Six, LA Times, TMZ, what they forgot to include in the story is that um, Brad himself is being sued by his new co-owners for mismanagement of the firm. Because, of course. I mean, because he's never managed something and, you know, like he's an actor. But he doesn't matter. He's got people. So, And yeah. this is, was Angelina's whole thing. Yeah. I don't think we're managing this right. She sells it to a vineyard type of a place. That's what I'm saying. But, like, if you got you, you to gotta know where your weaknesses are, January, where your strengths are. they filed a lawsuit. Oh, no. Saying you're not running this well. And he turns around and is suing her for this legal understanding that they had while she's out of Why? the country. Tell me this. Riddle me this, Lori. Mm-hmm. Why is he not buying it? If he was so concerned with who owns it, why doesn't he, he just buy it? He her can't half? afford it. There's no, he can't afford her half? That's right. Really? Really. That surprises me. How do you Maybe, not move some stuff around? You know what? Because there's a lot of other... Remember, these two have a bifurcated divorce. They are single and name only. Yeah, They're unraveling the money. What she sold to Brad was he gifted her this part of the estate as a present. I mean, I was with you. I, I even said, I thought to myself, it's wild to have this clause be legal that I can veto anybody you're going to sell to. That there's, to me... That, that wasn't in there. That seemed, I, I mean, it just seems like one of those things where why would anyone allow them to put That's that right. in there? I mean, short-sighted that you are that goo-goo-gaga. Here's but, what her lawyer said about it. Ooh, let's hear this. The papers have not yet been served, and this is from today, and we instead are learning about the complaint from the media who appear to have been ac- given access to the report to create a press story prior to her being served. I understand Mr. Pitt is aware Ms. Jolie is on a long-haul international flight and out of the country as mutually agreed upon with their children out of reach, unable to respond and um i mean he's oh, being accused of not being taking care of business so he goes ahead and you know he plants a story and then gets to look with his hands clean it's, but if it's pretty but if julia asks i'm going to will you tell her that i sat and defended um Brad Pitt please cuz well i lied fine, to both of but you but it's <laughs> also because Brad Pitt has a lot of lot a lot of crap in New Orleans yeah. with his Build Back Better Homes or whatever yeah. that he got in business with. And yeah. there's mold and there's toxin and they haven't made uh. things right. There's a lot of stuff. But anyway, it's interesting that no no one reported the that truth. he's being sued by the new owners. And that got filed in January. Yeah, you're right. For mismanaging the firm. So yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying, and you said it well. Just letting you know. All right. Oh, I'm going to have an ulcer over you guys. (laughs) We'll be right back with (laughs) the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert.
Well, hello, Holly. Holly, we are so mad about the Oscars today. Mad about the Oscars and as far as what? Taking out, you know, five of the good, you know, they're taking out eight categories, but they're taking out five really good ones that we look forward and get excitement from. Well, yeah, it's rude, it's and so it's rude. and I don't think that this decision is going to work well for the Academy no, because no. people who want to watch the Oscars want to watch the Oscars for everything that it is, yes, bloat included. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, I do want to see the excited, the hair and makeup and the sound, and I love all that. Yeah. I just that makes me so mad. Yeah, you know, and I'm really shocked that they decided that best editing would also be one of the categories. Terrible. That is one of the predictors of what's going to win best picture. Yeah. It, Filmmaking, everything is editing. editing. Everything is in the editing and the fact that they think that people don't want to see that. I'm really curious about what the producers of the telecast think people want to see. Well, they're chasing an audience that isn't ever going to be there. Young people who are watching just clips and things or Twitter, or whatever. Yeah. And alienating the very, the movie buffs. What people of whatever age that lo- really love, they're chasing an audience that doesn't exist. That's not going to, yeah, that's not going to watch anyway. And it's still going to be three and a half hours. And we don't want any more loving tributes to Hollywood made by Hollywood starring different people in the audience. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> no more montages. We don't need them. No. I mean, we like a best picture, and, you know, they got to show a little bit for the acting, but I don't know. I think we've seen some of our sweetest moments with these five other important filmmaking categories yeah the real people the real you know what i mean not your hollywoody people well yeah because hollywood is uh built on the backs of the below the line yeah. folks uh-huh. there is a whole ecosystem of workaday people really talented technicians and the, the hundreds of people i mean if you bother to stay at the end credits for any movie yeah. you see hundreds of people yeah. are working on a project at any given time this makes me mad well, it. I think there's. It's just kind of missing the point. Yeah, yeah it Be- really is. Because then, if you're not going to actually hand out Oscars at the Academy Award, what uh, what are you going to fill your telecast with? That's what we're very afraid of. Yeah, and <laughs> it's going to get awkward. And, and then they're going to blame the three women. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they're going to be like, wow. And we thought Rob Lowe and Snow White were the worst thing that happened to the Oscars. Get a load of these guys. Oh, honestly. Uh, well, you know, we'll still be watching, obviously. But yes, we will be. But I just, we're going to miss that part of it. Yeah. It's sad. And it's still going to be three and a half hours yes. of what? We don't we know. We don't know. <laughs> All right. What other dirt is happening? Well, we've got Britney Spears' Instagram account. Mm. She's posting. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hosting a lot this afternoon. Oh, good, do tell. Including, but not limited to, talking about Lou Taylor. Finally. Yes, talking about Lou Taylor, who runs TriStar Entertainment, one of the people that has been accused of keeping Britney Spears in this conservatorship for all of these years. And isn't Lou Taylor big in with the Kardashians? Well, I think that there are connections. Yes. Now, Lou Taylor is big with a lot of people. Yeah, I yeah. Doing, you know, I didn't see... I think it's one of those places that kind of keeps their client list a little under the radar. But looking at a puff piece from Variety back in 2017, some of the clients that were being put out there for praise included Steven Tyler, Gwen Stefani, Priyanka Chopra. Um, also, Mary J. Blige has been with TriStar Entertainment for a very long time. Uh, they were celebrating the fact that they were moving to new offices in Los Angeles and Lou Taylor was tooting her own horn saying that she's the one who created the business model for all of these Las Vegas residencies for contemporary superstars mm. that was her she said that's all her well Britney Spears is all herself over on her Instagram account and she's not mincing words in fact so much so that there's a lot that I can't say on the radio mm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go look well she's talking Britney Spears is talking about a time that she went to TriStar, she went to their offices and had a meeting with Lou Taylor and Robin Greenhill, her associate. And I'm paraphrasing this. It's essentially Brittany saying that they told her, look at your picture on the wall. It was huge in the office. Apparently, Kate Beckinsale was there, too. No, I don't know if she means Kate Beckinsale was at the office or her picture was on the wall. That is not clarified. But they wanted to make her feel special. But then she was like, yeah, right. These people trying to make me special. A week later, this is what Brittany said. Those same bleeps killed me, tried to kill me a week later. My mm-hmm. dad worshipped those two women and he would have done anything they asked of him. I think they were trying to kill me. I still to this very day believe that's exactly what they were trying to do. But not a bleeping thing was wrong with me and I didn't die. Nobody else would have lived through what they did to me if I lived through all of it. And I remember all of it. I will sue the bleep out of TriStar. Dang. And isn't Lou Taylor the one that uh, gave, bailed out Britney's dad like $60,000? He was in debt or something and she bailed him out? Because Lou Taylor's a woman, right? That is correct. Lou Taylor is female. And yeah, I think there were money exchanged between Lou Taylor and Jamie Spears. Right before the conservatorship thing went down and, and pr- promising he... Mm-hmm. You know, that she would handle Britney's business. So for whatever that 10% is. Right. And so uh. TMZ, you know, in reading the tea leaves of this message, it may be alluding to 2019 when Britney Spears left her second Las Vegas residency. And got put in rehab. And got put in a mental health facility, mm-hmm. right? Uh. So that might be 
what Britney Spears is alluding to here. Now, I'm not particularly sure about that, but somebody who is definitely in Britney Spears' corner, I think who also at one point in time worked with Lou Taylor as Courtney Love, she took a screenshot of this and put it on her own Instagram account Mm -hmm. and said, so glad you're free. Burn that bleep to the ground, not only for what she did to you, but for what she did to me and my family, too. Yeah, apparently Lou Taylor is the next one going down, that there's going to be stuff that we don't know about. There's Mm -hmm. been some blinds about really what a rotten person yeah. she is as far as like really tying artists to her in, uh-huh. a, in a bad way. Yeah. Now, Courtney Love is accusing Lou Taylor of stealing uh, Francis Bean Cobain's pony. Whoa. That's what she's saying. And also, Courtney Love is implicating that Kate Beckinsale, who was referenced in Britney Spears's post, has been incredibly helpful in the free Britney movement behind the scenes. Mm. So Kate Beckinsale might be a hidden power player that we didn't know about. Wow. Dang. They just get burn, burn, burn it down, Britney. And how about her getting as much money for uh, her memoir as Bill Clinton did, a president? $15 million, million dollars, allegedly, Holy. supposedly, from Simon & Schuster yes. to write her tell-all memoir. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know when that's coming out, but we eagerly await yeah. to read Britney's story in her own words. Oh, I love it. I, I love it, Holly. Stuff, You're the Holly. best. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you so much. All right, before we get to Vintage Scandal, we're going to get to... Then there was a scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. All right, so let's talk about some of the relationships, some of the short, short-lived relationships that have happened in Hollywood. And I'm just going to do recent times, but maybe we've forgotten about them. Yeah. I'm not even going to include Julia Fox and Kanye West. because no. That was simply a tri-coastal hookup. Okay? And that was like, a, it was just, look what I can do in two minutes to somebody. Yeah. I'm going to try to make you jealous. I, I can make anyone a star. Yeah, I don't call the relationship no. that lasts six weeks no. a relationship. Was it even six weeks? It was six weeks. Oh, wow. It was six weeks. It's longer than I thought. It's like the guy I dated when I was 36 and he was 22 for six weeks. Sounds, I don't consider, That sounds really fun, though. It was, but I don't consider it a, a relationship yeah. of my life. It was like a six-week fling. Yeah, that sounds so we're amazing. Gonna, we're going to cast those two out of the way. But there, there have been, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian, she did... She did Mary Chris Humphreys in 2011, and that lasted 72 days, otherwise known as 18 weeks. Yeah, that was like a yeah. blink of the eye. And anyone watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians oh. from the first date they had on camera. He hated her. He, he And we hated him. Yeah, I know. But we, he he could tell... He was never amused with her. He was always annoyed with her, and he, I hated him. I yeah. didn't like him at all. They were horrible together. Yeah, absolutely. They, you could see it coming. So that was that was a 72-day yeah. marriage. That's amazing. 72 days? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. To get, yeah. again, paperwork just alone. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, here's a, here's a relationship you guys have probably forgotten about. We got to go back to the summer of July 2013. Okay. And... Uh, it was Superman and the flight attendant, Henry Cavill and oh. Cal- Callie Cuoco. Oh, really? Dated, again, now, 
But they were dated, and we're going to say, because they were seen together daily for like basically 10 days, and no, they weren't making a movie. They were having, they were having a relationship for With, 10 whole days. I, <laughs> I, and she told. Uh, Cosmopolitan uh-huh. in 2014, they asked her about what happened with you and Henry Cavill. And she said, I'd been in the business for 20 years, and it wasn't until I went on a few dates with him and liked him, the paparazzi followed us everywhere. Wow. They were because of him, because yeah. of the two of them, because... Yeah, that's enough stardom right there. She's yeah. always, you know, her, her two husbands have been like people not in the business, horse guys, dog guys, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. were. She said, I couldn't do anything. So that was basically why that relationship, it could have worked, but I don't know. It was too much. I have to say that, like, out of, if you really think about celebrity dating, he would be one that would make my list Every single oh, yeah. time. Oh, no, no. And I know because he's hot. The Witcher wig? Right? Will you please talk to a horse in a condense anyway? <laughs> I also just, I just think he's easygoing. Like whenever he interviews, yeah. all these things, I Ugh. just love him. Love him. Okay, now this relationship <clears throat> lasted one month and it fell between his eight-year off-and-on relationship with Selena Gomez, and right before his seemingly quick marriage to Haley Baldwin, to another uh, young woman he'd known for a long time, he dated Sophia Ritchie, Justin Bieber. No way! In the month of August 2016. They went to Japan, they went to Mexico together. Sophia Ritchie was obviously not with Scott Disick. Yeah. And Justin Bieber had broken up for the 17th time with Selena, and it was before he was dating uh, Haley. And, yeah, he dated her for a month. I did not know that. I feel like those two had known each other for a long time. You think they'd run in the same circles. They ran in the same circle, and they found out one night when they drunkenly kissed on a yacht yeah that they really liked it and then he said come to japan with me and of course like, why she not said, why not and so that romance lasted eight eight months okay okay now here is another relationship that i we might have forgotten about and uh but not clean and bradley because they double nominated zach efron in two different categories <laughs> one of Hollywood's most eligible bachelors and he is damn cute and Julia did follow him once around at the Screen Actor Guild Awards and I promised to take pictures of her but I really just followed her with my eyes because as I always say to her afterwards my eyes have a better memory than the camera. (laughs) They do. They do. Yours especially. And she kept she did this also with um, James Marsden she kept walking into his circle and then like getting right up to him, but kind of turning her back to him. So like she's pretending like she's talking to the people on the outside of the circle. Oh my God. Tiny. <laughs> He's not tall. Oh, really? How mortifying though. No. Julia. Oh, it was so perfect. She looked I so been... great in her dress. It didn't matter. We just wanted to <laughs> see. And she's like, why didn't you take a picture? And I'm like, A, they don't like you taking pictures yeah. in the party. And B, I'm photographing with my eyes. Well, you have you photographic memory, practically. Yeah. Well, I just, you can remember stuff better if you don't take a picture. Yeah. Also, you're in radio, so it's probably more useful that you tell us the story. Yeah, yeah and we're in call. this People Magazine party. I'm trying to blend in and be mistaken. 
something for somebody. I don't want to look like, you know, some um, tourist. Like, yeah, like a fan or something. Yeah, like a super I'm taking fan. a yeah. long picture and someone might get mad. But Zac Efron, for two months, the summer of 2014, he had a very affectionate fling with Fast and Furious actress Michelle Rodriguez. I remember that. I remember that. Because it it felt so, like, at the uh, time, he was doing such sugary sweet stuff. It felt so crazy. They were all over each other in Europe. They were in Ibiza. They were on a yacht in Italy. He always looks so good in swimming suits. Yes, and it was was just a summer fling, you know? Yeah. For her. He's a little, you know, whatever. But what a what a lovely fling. Yeah, that's a hot couple. Okay. Um, anyway, and M- Michelle herself had she's very been very honest. She really doesn't want to be with anyone more than six months. Yeah, and she shouldn't have to. How about this relationship? You'll remember this one. It lasted a whole three months and ended in a blaze of embarrassment. It came shortly after her breakup with that she dated for maybe a couple years dj kelvin harris the year is june 2016 tom hiddleston yes inspired getaway car getaway car to the nearest man to escape the relationship that's falling apart i'm so glad you brought this up because we're getting a lot of hate recently with taylor swift for oh she writes a breakup songs this song she wrote about you you know the other side of it where she was utilizing a guy for Have the you wrong ever reasons. Heard a man get yelled at about writing no. a breakup no. song? No, no I've never you. heard it. Never. But yeah, and they were a cute couple. He wore his I Heart Taylor shirt. They got photographed in that. It's it was packed. And- AKA Loki. Um, yeah, they a were circus ain't a love story. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I I blacked out there. You're, she dated Loki? She dated Loki. Yes, for Whoa. three months. For I'm three sorry, months. Guys. And he was heartbroken. June, July, and August. Ooh, right in the heart of summer, too. And he was her bridge from Calvin Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he was, oh like, gosh. he was smitten. He She even met his parents. Yeah. And... I guess, you know, I guess the breakup wow. for him was really hard because he was very smitten with her. And and then her song was like, you know, nothing goes uh, go, well with a getaway car. It's the idea of like, listen, we just he, grabbed what we could he, he when we could. Bridge. Yeah. yeah. It was her bridge. Now, wow. this one, uh, this one, you know, Nina Dobrev, who I believe is engaged to Sean White, she had a four-month relationship with that hottie from, uh, he was on the... Um, Oh, what's the movie about the ladies who did all the math to go to the moon? Oh, oh that was um, a great movie. Numbers. Moonlight figures. No, num- or, f- hidden figures. Hidden yes. figures. Thank you. Glenn Powell Yeah, plays the, one of the astronauts. Nina Dobrev and Glenn Powell had a four-month relationship in, uh, uh, in 2017, and they seemed very, very s- serious, but their acting schedules... Pulled them apart, and now she's found true love with Sean White. Good, okay. and they're cute together. During the Olympics, they were pretty. She she seemed very excited for him all the time. That's adorable. And my last relationship Let's that I'm going to give you that didn't last long, and I totally forgot about it. Lasted five whole months, and it was a couple of A-listers, and they were pictured gallivanting all around Europe in the summer of 2011. Galas, things, this, that, and the other thing for five months. Leonardo DiCaprio and Blake Lively. I did. I have no recollection of that. Did I hit my head? 2011. 
Oh, wow. I have no recollection of them being together. So ever. She would have been under twenty five. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank God, because his magic age. Was still, she was still ready for Leo. I've yeah. aged out of Leo. And last, but yeah, and last but not least, uh, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande had six months together, Listen. and then when Mac Miller died, he yeah. realized how devastated she was. Yeah, he he's not it. the true love. Yep. They break up. And also Gigi Hadid and Joe Jonas uh, dated for six months once. And we'll always in be thankful. In case anyone forgot that one in we'll, 2015. We'll always be thankful to Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson because they have Thank You Next. And that song is That's right. so good. It's everything. Thank All you right. for that, Lori. Thank yeah, you, Lori. Good one. Fun. Remembering Hollywood is just high school. It really is. <laughs> All right. True. We'll be right back. Very nice touch. Yes, Grant. That's why. TV show. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, Grant. That's you get the. Right. <laughs> so Batman, the movie The Batman, the had Batman. its premiere. In- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In London mm-hmm. uh, today. So now, you know, it's like whatever, midnight, what are, what the party are, is happening. What are people saying about well, it? Well, there's an embargo right now, but um, Robert Pattinson was there. Zoe Kravitz uh, looked amazing. She's wearing a St. Laurent gown that had a scalloped neckline with uh, under boob cutouts. <laughs> All, Dang. Yeah. And her hair is short and sort of very. I'm going to say very Audrey Hepburn mm. with these little bangs. And she's just so slim. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about the squishing out under boob. Uh, go ahead and look at that. I don't like that. it either. It's For, And being a man who loves a good, you know, show of skin, yeah. I don't like the squish under boob. Not I know. a fan. Give me cleavage. Give yes. me the tip of a rosy tip. <laughs> If if you will, you know what I mean. Give me plunging. Give me plunging neckline. Sometimes oh yeah, it, this is kind of interesting. It's some, for flat chested women. Yeah, and sometimes, and I again, I'm sorry I said, but like if if they push it down too much, it makes them look weird. But if you're just wearing like a shortcut tee and you're getting that under boob, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But if you got that pressed down top where it kind of this is weird. It makes, it, makes no weird. Sense. This is weird. Yeah. Makes me feel weird. Yeah. Um, but she's I, a cat sorry. woman, and I love her hair, and she's probably no. I'm saying the picture is, makes. She and Zendaya could be the only person. Oh, yeah. You could not be more than a 32B to wear this outfit. Listen, I thought in my mind, like Batman, when uh, Catwoman was done by, um, who was done by it? What was her name? Eartha Kitt or Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. It was the first time I was like, do Am I? I don't think I'm 100 percent straight. Like yeah. <laughs> because that, and then they had the what the was whip stitching. the whip oh. stitching, which is oh, and, and then, then the her, vinyl her and fingernails with those little nails the tips that know. she put in she was there. Epic. Oh, she, she was, was great. epic. So I, they had to get some like Zoe Kravitz. I'd go, okay, she might be able to fill those sho- those stiletto boots, and I think so because from the trailers that yeah. we've seen, yes. And, Robert Pattinson, now, yes, he was on with Kimmel, like, on Monday night, I think. And he, because now, of course, they're overseas. The movie opens here. 
They're showing starting next Wednesday. Okay. At a couple theaters. Wide release on Friday, but I did notice like Southdale. And Mm -hmm. so if you're thinking about going, buy your tickets because the Batman, this one looks good. But here's Robert Pattinson on Kimmel talking about watching himself in the Batman with his girlfriend, who's Suki Waterhouse, who used to date Bradley Cooper. Have you seen the movie in its entirety? I saw it three days ago, yeah. You did? Yeah. Were you nervous going in? I was absolutely terrified. I haven't been this scared to release a movie in such a long time. I haven't even released a movie in a really long time. At what point during the film did you breathe a sigh of relief? Was it right away? Did it take you to the end? How did that go? Yeah, I mean, I'd seen the first 90 minutes by myself in an IMAX before, and I Ah. knew that the first 90 minutes was great, but I've kind of gotten into this habit where I kind of realized I need to be in the perfect balance of serotonin to watch my own stuff. And like, so I need to kind of, I need to work out for two hours before I need to have <laughs> an enormous amount of sugar and caffeine. And so like, whatever I'm watching, I'm like, yes. Really? After- <laughs> so with this, and, uh, <laughs> and so you did do that. I, I did do that. And I watched it with uh, Matt Reeves, the incredible director and his family. And uh, was he looking at you the whole time during the movie to see how you reacted? I'm not really sure. I, I watched it with my girlfriend as well. And she was like, uh, it was really her reaction that kind of changed the entire thing. Because I'm pretty sure she's not normally into watching kind of superhero These movies. These kind of movies, yeah. yeah. And just seeing that I could kind of, she was capturing her attention the entire time. And then like she just held my hand and just touched it right there and I could feel a little tear. And I was oh, like, really? no way. And then was she, <laughs> and then after the movie, was she just all over you, super sexed up from Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So pretty, pretty cute. But this one does look like I'm getting the feel of like the Christian Bale Batman. The gritty, yeah. Yes. Gritty. And I Without love the voice, though. From what I've heard, he's not doing the whole deep deep. Yeah, because I God. hated yeah. that about yeah. Christian Bale's okay. Batman. That's not the great. only thing I didn't like about that so one. So high hopes yeah. for Batman, and the the Let's... stars are globe tri. They're probably next stop is Japan. It's. I mean, I'd have to say. With DC, it sometimes is a hit or miss, but their yep. Batmans have been so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I the mean, for the one with dread. Bane, the one with Joker. I mean, they're so dark and gritty yeah. and really fun. Um, a really, like, you know. It's definitely the uh, the golden star of DC. Yeah. And is sure. this the one where Colin Farrell is the... The Riddler? The Riddler? The Riddler, I believe. I think so. I but think I'm so, yeah. hoping that all the... I hope Robert Pattinson does more interviews. Zoe... I hope we see them, you know, it's on the Paul couch. Dano, it says. Paul Dano. Oh, it is, that's yeah. Right. The yeah. Penguin is Penguin Colin Farrell. And Colin that's going to be the next one, that one. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway, so that is going on. Now, listen uh. to this. Grant, I'm bringing this right at the end of the show. Tom Brady is going to make <laughs> a football movie and act in a road trip comedy that stars Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field. And it is called 80 for Brady. So I don't know if they're like four guys, ladies don't. on an 80. Stop, they're all Grant. close to 80 and they're on you a love road the, trip. How about those ladies? You got to love that I list I love of the ladies, Grant, but can Tom Brady do comedy? No. I do not think so. But I want to see it. I want to see it. Road trip movie <laughs> with four iconic oh, women: women. Yeah. Lily Tomlin, Love Jane it. Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field. That's a list. That's, 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 a, that's list. a list. And I'm going to tell you that 
even he might screw this up. <laughs> no, I think he's, I bet you anything, he's just an appearance and yeah. it's built around the story. Okay. Yeah. I bet it's a cameo at the end. Okay, Kind of like I, something about Mary where yes. Brett Favre came in as like the ex-ex-boyfriend, yeah. like something okay. like that. I can that get behind be a, that. Yes. But doing a whole movie with Tom Brady, I mean, anytime oh, God, he's no. in anything, I feel like they have to like yeah. take clips and pieces and yeah. just edit the heck. You yes. know who should get an Oscar for best editing? Anyone who has to work with Tom Brady. (laughs) Or Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Anyway, but I love it. 80 for Brady, probably coming to a theater next year. All right, I'm in. All right, thank you. Thank you for filling in for my green. Listen to the My Talkie Talk tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Job done. Off you go.